I wonder how I wonder how obvious the water sounds on the radio. <laughs> yeah, on the, on the I know morning. I heard it. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? Welcome to this <clears throat> Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects, interesting news, social topics, pop culture, <laughs> likes and dislikes, things right, seen, heard or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, stuff and junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And once again, it's just me, Jami. No chicks still. No yeah. chicks. I'm not sure if you can tell by my voice, but I, I'm fighting a cold right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Oh, I was going to be an A-plus show. Oh, you know, absolutely. around. One of us is sick. Oh, it's great stuff. Absolutely. Uh, so over the weekend, I took a certain kind of medicine that I've been avoiding for well over a decade, NyQuil. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I've been avoiding NyQuil, because the last time I took NyQuil, well over a decade ago, uh, I it didn't put me to sleep. If anything else, it made me act like I was drunk. Mm. So I'm like, ah, this, this medicine is kind of dangerous. Maybe I shouldn't use mm. it. But uh, we have NyQuil in stock, and I needed some kind of cold medicine, and mm-hmm. I'm like, fine, I'll go ahead and take it. So this time around, I had like the opposite reaction. It knocked me out, mm-hmm. uh, practically for 24 hours, actually. Yep. So the the, f- the few hours that I was awake, I was very groggy and yep. like, yeah. Sounds like it did its job. That's, that's what it's supposed to do. NyQuil, well, NyQuil, night, whatever, whatever. Yeah, put, put you to sleep with the fever or cold, let it go past, and that's it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I I was afraid that I wasn't gonna, I shouldn't be driving anywhere, so I kind of called out today as I'm recording this. I called out yeah. for work because I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't drive. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, it does make you drowsy. Absolutely, I I think you take your day off anyway. Yeah, yeah, but take, I, put the it, keys away, and, you know, call call in sick. Yeah, well, it's no, not like a, it's not like no a reason to be here. It's not like I have a flu. I was I I only have a cold essentially, yeah. and I was gonna pretty much just wear a face mask at work, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, I think that's part of it too. It's like. We live now in an era again where a lot of people do not wear face masks anymore because it's not required. It's a personal choice and all that stuff. But do we talk about this? Like, hey, we also live in an era where, hey, you don't have to tough it out if you have a cold and stuff like that. Just stay home. Everyone will be grateful. Everyone will be happy. Right. I mean, right? Luck- luckily, I do have sick uh, sick pay hours to cover yeah. this. So it's not really much of an issue. But if I didn't, and a lot of people don't have sick pay hours as much as I do. So, yeah. I mean, I can understand people going to work, forcing themselves to go to work because they don't have a choice, you know. Um, but, but yeah, eventually it'll get to the point where I don't have sick pay hour because I use it so much. <laughs> oh, stop getting sick. Stop, stop going to Comic Con. What do you think of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, do you do you still wear masks on occasion? Like, when do you wear masks? Oh my gosh. Let me see. I only wear it sometimes at work as a courtesy because we have a couple of old Asian ladies. They seem like, hey, they're still wearing it. So I'm like, hey, when I walk through the hallways, I'll go like, hey, I'll put on the mask. You know what I mean? And but when I'm in my own office, I just I'm usually mask off. When I sneak to the bathroom where like the water fountain, I'll just like I won't mask. You know what I mean? I'll just like quickly go there and go back to my office. You know what I mean? So very rarely. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh, I, one time when I dropped off recently, when I dropped off my taxes, this is a little old white lady. She said, "Oh, could you put on a mask?" I'm like, "Okay, no problem." Yeah, yeah those vacations. I, I carry my mask everywhere just in case anybody mm-hmm. requests me to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, but the only time that I actually do wear the mask on a regular basis actually is still in the movie theaters. Like if I'm sitting in the movie theater, I'll put on my mask. If I'm in the lobby, yeah. I don't care as much. But when I'm in, I'm sitting in the movie theater with everybody else in there, I put my mask on. Yeah. So I kind of had I had a little bit of that 
this weekend, Albert knows this, but over the weekend, I went to go see Martyr Brothers, right? And then mm. right in the middle of the movie, like at around like the 40 minute mark, the fire alarm went off. You of know what I mean? And we had to exit and blah, blah, blah. to clear the theater so the fire marshal can come and, 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 and okay the building. But anyway, long story short, because, you know, I think everybody knows at this point, uh, Marvel did huge numbers, you know? Mm -hmm. So when the uh, alarm went off, the theater was packed. So as I was surrounded by like two, 300 people, I was like, hey, maybe, maybe I should have a mask on. Kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, even when I went to WonderCon, I actually put a mask on for like really dense area. I, I, yeah, I yeah, that's so But, but, for I mean, I'm outside or whatever, I did not. Yeah. So yeah, it's a kind of a thing. But yeah, yeah. But, but in terms of like uh, the fire alarm when you watch Mario Brothers, um, how long did it take for people to go like, okay, guys, we need to actually step outside? <laughs> oh, personally, it took me a couple of minutes. Like I, I kind of hesitate. I, I, I held my nephew and my nephew back. Like, hey, wait a minute. Like, just number one, let's make sure that there's no active shoot. I, you know, you listen to like, you know, because this is America we live in. At right. first, I listened like, hey, is there any shots or anything like that? Then number two. Uh, waited for like somebody from the theater to go in, come in, or the I think it was on the PA actually. The PA said, you know, exit calmly. And I was, oh, okay, fine. Um, you know what I mean? And then we had to exit. First, we went to the lobby and then sort of dragged my feet. Like, do we have to leave the, the, the lobby? Like, what are we doing? And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of actually, they were ushering us out and they closed the gate. You know what I mean? Like, sure, we're out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and stayed out. So, anyway, long story short, we stayed for like 30, 40 minutes. Uh, what do you call it? They give us free tickets. That's the that's the one thing I stayed in line for. I mean, waited for really. They right. gave us free tickets. So once I got the free tickets, I asked the lady, "Hey, any updates? Like when we can go back in?" Said no. They initially thought thirty minutes. At that point, it's like forty minutes. So I said, "You know what? We're just gonna take off." And also, yeah. uh, just real quick, they not only did I get free, two free tickets, I also got a uh, refund for my nephew's tickets this morning. I saw an email saying, "Hey, we're gonna refund you your, your ticket." So so what do you gonna do? How are you gonna refund your stubs A list? I mean it's not really no, no. a refund. Oh, my, your nephew, I, yeah. They're not gonna refund my A list, but my nephew not part of A list. I paid for his tickets, you know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, so they give you that money back. And Albert knows this part too, but this is I think the second time this is definitely the second time uh Point of Hills AMC has screwed me over with, with, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. with, with a fire alarm. And stuff I, like that, I've you know experienced I mean? it myself at AMC Bunny Hills. It's right. like, so between two of us, that's three. That's it's three like, too many. It's like a rite of passage in <laughs> AMC Bunny Hills. <laughs> other than this experience with uh, Pointed Hills, only one time, other time that I've experienced it in my life, and that was with Titanic, I think, back in some old Regal Harkin, whatever, whatever. So, you know, of my 40 some odd years of watching movies in the theater, Three, two times yeah. and one time from a buddy I've heard you know a fire alarm has gone off that's, yeah. too, that's too many tell you, for it, one theater it's a rite of passage for the place <laughs> it's ridiculous um, what's going on and is it the same thing as because last time I went to I asked him so do you guys just start the movie in the middle where it went off no no they gotta they, they told me back then I don't know if it's the same case now but they had to start from the beginning so I'm like oh, okay <laughs> oh, I don't I don't think they started at the beginning was this before it went digital and stuff Oh well, um, wait, who do you remember? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. When did Wreck-It Ralph come out? The first one. Oh, that's somewhere in between. I think between all digital and film. Okay. Because yeah. if I remember correctly, I think The Quiet Place. That's the movie where I, where I got the fire alarm. I think just started nearly where the where we left off. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. That wasn't an issue. Yeah. yeah. So that must be it then. Maybe back then it was still reels. So right, right, right. It was right. more inconvenient. But, yeah, and that one just to, I don't know I don't know, I don't know if take up the whole podcast about this these dopey stories, but that one the the it was just like on a random weekend or random weekday, so it was like five people left the theater, you know what I mean? When I left, you know, it was like five ten people and stuff like that, and we got back in about like 20, 30 minutes, whatever. But this was like a whole thing, like I said, 
uh, Super Mario Brothers Sunday after late Sunday afternoon. It's like hundreds of people, man. It was ridiculous. It was a cluster F. But yeah. Yep. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? All right. It's the six hundred and fifty fourth episode of the show. And as of this recording, it's currently three thirty nine AM, April eleventh, twenty twenty three in Johannesburg, South Africa. And it's time to take a look and see what's up. What's up? Um so you know how there was a movie that came out years ago called Snake on a Plane? Yes. Get this Monday to funny plane out of my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember the hype going, you know, leading up to the premiere, the you know what I mean, the the trailers, the, the title basically everyone's hyped for. Well from I never saw the movie though. You know what I mean? Because when the movie actually finally came out, the reviews were kind of mediocre, so I never saw it. But yeah, yeah I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it, it, it did it wasn't that good of a movie because it wasn't like <laughs> It was clearly a B movie that they had to try to spruce up for the wider audience because it got popular. It got popular, but in this case, there really was taking a plane. So, mm. uh, a plane from Johannesburg, South Africa, was uh, the pilot was driving was driving was flying the plane and suddenly felt something around his shirt, looked down, Jesus. and saw a snake. Like it was like uh, a Cape Cobra. Jesus Christ! First, you know what's you know what's terrible about this story is like. There's hundreds, literally hundreds of people on an airplane, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, uh, let me ask you, what's the worst person that actually experienced a snake? You know what I mean? The last person you want having yeah. felt by a snake, you know what I mean? Yeah, the pilot. The pilot. <laughs> <laughs> he says here, as I turn to my left and look down, I can see the head of the snake receding back underneath my seat. Underneath his seat, oh right? Oh, my God. And he says, at, at, which, at which point, there was a moment of stunned silence, to be brutally honest. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It was like, uh, when let go of the wheel, just run for like hell. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and, and, then, and then suddenly he goes here, he goes, I did inform my passengers of what was going on, but everybody remained mm-hmm. calm, surprisingly enough. Because he had to, like, pretty much, he decided to turn the plane around and make an emergency land, right. landing at the closest airport. It sounds like he was the only pilot. I'm guessing it's like a smaller plane, right? Uh, Is that in the story? Like how many passengers and all that stuff? I don't think... This article doesn't really mention how big the plane is, mm-hmm. quite honestly. So I don't know how yeah. big the plane is, but but it can't be that big. I don't imagine. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being that big. But still, it's that's a nightmare, man. You know what I mean? It could, that state couldn't get like a like a tourist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like a, like some racist South African, you know what I mean? And some of the passengers. <laughs> Not the pilot. Not the pilot. I, I'm, I'm surprised know? people stay calm. In, in today's climate, people would be like, you know, going crazy. You know? Yeah, I would freak out, man. <laughs> and I, I heard break. you named a snake. Did, did they mention that this snake is poisonous? What kind of type, you know what I mean? Is it a non-venomous one? Well, I mean, it is, uh, it's a Cape Cobra. So oh, Cobra. Then. A yeah, Cape Cobra. Yeah, so I don't know what it means in terms of like, if it's poisonous or not. Sounds like it's poisonous. Anytime you got think there's Cobra in the name, I think it's poisonous. So, yeah. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Cape Cobra. Naha Nivea. With a head that is hardly set off from the body, reaches a length of up to 5.25 feet and has big eyes with round people. Its bite, its bite can kill a person in as little as one hour. Wow. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Come on, man. I mean, I, five, I, I got freaked out by the five feet thing. Oh, my God. That's a big ass thing. Imagine the story for the cobra, right? Came out from the, because it's South Africa. So it came out yeah. from, the, from the desert or the forest, whatever. Yeah. Crawls in the tarmac. Avoids all the other plane that are going yeah. by. Seriously. Finds like, oh, there's this thing sitting down here. I'm gonna climb up. It's, it's a journey, <laughs> and then yeah. this happens. <laughs> what a nightmare, man! What a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Lord. Well, well. Speaking of a nightmare, in another way, 
Uh, this one was actually contributed by by Jamming over here, over <laughs> over at Manchester. Uh, if you didn't know, there's actually a stage production of The Bodyguard. That's right, the right. Kevin Costner with the Houston movie, The Bodyguard, right? And apparently, when when he gets to the part of the of the, of the musical where he's saying, "I will always love you." There would be people on, who break down, break out, and you sing can't along. Blame the audience for that. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm with the audience on this one, man. It's a catchy ass song, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think people would mind so much, but then there are people uh-huh. who did mind, right? Like, hey, shut up, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But but so like it became it became kind of contentious in the crowd whether whether those you sing along or you man. don't sing along. They're not fun. Come on. Uh, at one point, two women were forcibly pulled out of the theater by security, and several police cars arrived to oversee the evacuation of the theater yeah. after what patrons of social media described as fights in the aisle and even a mini riot. But but the song says, I will always love you. Yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> That's people. That's the opposite of what they be. <laughs> They're doing the opposite of what the song means. But come on, you can't really. I mean, I'm on team sing-along. What about you? I know certain musicals lend themselves to having a sing-along, blah, blah, blah. And this is probably not one of them. But come on. It's one of the catchiest songs of all time. There's a it's difference. It's a moment in time, too. There's it, a difference it, between a concert and a musical. Yes. A musical, wow. you don't sing along. I understand Whitney Houston's not gonna be able to sing. You understand Whitney Houston's not gonna, be able to sing, Houston's not gonna be able to sing the song anytime soon, right? In a concert, right? She's not available, <laughs> so you can take what you get, man. Come on, man. Yeah, but so so your team not sing along. I'm team not sing along, but I am oh, not. I I am not team shutting up people who are singing along. There is a difference. I'll let them sing along, but I'll rather they don't. Come on, no matter where you're here in life, I don't care if you're at a concert, at a play, whatever, you hear on the radio, you're at the club, whatever, you gotta sing along to that song. It's an iconic song. Yeah, but it's not an easy, even an easy song to sing along with. It's not. That's, that's not curious. <laughs> like, you just go for it, man. <sighs> in other news, uh, way back here in uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, some baseball fans decided to go to a, a Dodgers show, right? It was him and his girlfriend, and they went, they went via a party bus all things right and at one point the girlfriend was all like hey accompany me to the bathroom you know i need to go to the bathroom right and and she goes out to the bathroom and then she looks around and she doesn't see she doesn't see where her husband went or her boyfriend went mm-hmm. right so she's all like texting him hey where are you you're supposed to accompany to the bathroom what the hell right and her boyfriend's like a sushi chef or whatever mm-hmm. so so she starts heading back to her seat after the, after the going to the restroom and she's hearing a commotion turns out her boyfriend went ahead and, and hopped out of his seat, went on the field, and went down on his knee to propose to her. Oh, right, right. This is at Dodger Stadium? I saw the video, but I didn't know it was right. Dodger Stadium. So, wow. I mean, I mean, she almost literally almost missed the whole proposal in the first place because she wasn't even right. in her seat when he was doing this. Right, right. And, and, so, and, then, and what's on the news about this is that this guy got tackled hard. He was, yeah. This is like an mm-hmm. NFL football kind of tackle kind of situation, mm-hmm. you know. Like he just stood. Uh, he just he just went down on his knee and boom! This guy comes out. This security guy comes yep. out of nowhere and just knocks him out of his feet. You know, it's like wow. Supposedly, and uh, also, yes, go on. I want to make clear on on this point. In this case, I absolutely agree with the people that get tackled and get effed up during a, a sports. Uh, proposal BS on the field stuff, man. I don't believe in that that stuff at all. Because we've over the years we've seen instances where you know 
uh, uh, people jump on the field. I they actually touched uh, players where, you know, there was that, remember that uh, Monica Sellers thing from years ago? Mm-hmm. She got stabbed. Yeah. They don't get messed around with that sort of thing, man. I absolutely 100% agree when they get shit tackled. They get, I don't care if the guy busts his knee. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care at all, man. I'm glad that happened. I'm glad I got tackled. I hopefully, hopefully he, he, they arrested him too and stuff like that. It's, well, it's nothing, nothing to play with. Well, I mean, I mean, they gave him a, a slap of the wrist essentially, but they gave it. They gave him right. what, a one-year buy, a ban from Dodger Stadium. You know, he got off light. Yeah, yeah. So, so he he got his stuff back. He got his rig back, and 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 they had to they had to pretty much like, um, he they, they, I think they got a ride back because their party bus is still there. Obviously, he's not gonna leave yet. Right. Um, but he eventually just proposed back with her at, at, at like the Motel Six that they were staying at or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, this is nothing else to uh, something else to uh, adjacent to this. There's also discourse online from from uh, women, especially saying, "Hey, don't do this kind of don't do these type of proposals either." You know what I mean? Right. In the sense that don't do it in a large stadium, large crowd, because you they feel like you're trapping the person into saying yes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because you you don't know where the relationship is at, at any given point. You know what I mean? Don't oh, do yeah. this in front of a, a larger audience. Don't don't trap a woman and stuff like that. That is another segment topic. That can be discussed, but yeah, that, that is absolutely true. You know, sometimes yeah. big proposals are not needed, so so there. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably mention that, uh, talk about that when you know there are actually ladies in this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I, I know I miss them. Seriously, where, where's the chick energy in, in this podcast? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so 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 speaking of, speaking of ladies, uh, ladies. <laughs> no, this is a guy actually. Oh, sorry, not not speaking lady. This is a guy. <laughs> Right. So, um, last story before we wrap this up. There is a, a Northern California 18-year-old, right, who received a, a, a lotto scratcher from from his uh, for his birthday. Because you know how much people love receiving scratches for their birthday, you know. <laughs> Except in this case, he won. He won a million dollars. Oh, right on. Right. So now there is no follow up. I'm really curious to see what the person who gave them this, this scratcher said, but there is no follow up to it. But he won a million dollars in Northern California, and California, if you didn't know, does have this does actually have a law where a lottery is tax exempted. So I mean, if he gets the cash value for this, I mean that's that's his money, no tax involved. So congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, uh, don't give. Yeah, hopefully it's not a thing where they they they, they fight over this because it's it's. it's it's I mean, I don't think the per- I, if I was a person that gave a uh, uh, lottery person, per- I would feel kind of uh, bad about it. But still, it's it's a perfect gift. You know, it, it is what it is. No, what, what it know? is, it's a lesson to not give people scratchers for their birthday. <laughs> it, I don't know. Sometimes it's just meant to be. You know, some things you can't. I, I think I, I don't know. It's fine. Don't give scratchers a gift. for a birthday gift. Don't. Anyways, and that's what's up. Music. Oh, my name is Music. I'm jumping ahead now. Sorry. <laughs> my name is Albert. You can find me drinking NyQuil over at uh, Instagram and Twitter at Albert 5 by 5 And this is Jami, the one who's not sick. You can find me on the Twitter on J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whoatworstwhy.com. Uh, before we wrap things up, so, have you been catching up on The Mandalorian? Are you caught up, more or less? Yes, I have seen The Mandalorian. I have yes. uh, a ridiculously uneven season, but yes, I have. So, uh, last week, the most recent episode, not too, not too much of a spoiler. Don't remind me. 
Wow, so you're in that side, huh? Okay, uh, there were yep. there were particular guest stars in this episode, and and two of them mm-hmm. were Lizzo and Jack Black, mm-hmm. and apparently mm-hmm. all the fans are writing about this. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why do they have celebrity guests mm-hmm. in this show? Thoughts, Jamie? Uh, I didn't. I don't mind the celebrity guest cameos and stuff. I like guess of the week and stuff like that. For example, Bill Burr. Uh, was a guest star, a comedic mm. guest star, just like sort of check black. Mm. My whole issue with, eh, I'm, I'm not even picking on Lizzo and stuff like that. Do I feel like they should have, they should have, you know, I think this is the first time acting. Do I think they should have put her in the spot? You know what I mean? Where she's puts a, such a prominent role? Probably not. You know what I mean? My whole thing with the cameo in this episode is like, you mentioned two of them. There's actually three cameos Absolutely. in this episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, just too many. You know what I mean? Just too many in one episode. Because when, when, when you first see Jack Black and Lizzo, you go, oh, it's Jack Black and Lizzo. It take, totally takes you out of the movie, uh, the TV show, and stuff like that. And when the third one comes, I don't, uh, I don't know if you want to spoil that. Oh, one. That the third one comes, like, like Christopher oh. Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown, not like Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown. Like it's Doc Brown. Look at that. It's like two times in the, in one episode where what do you call it? They uh, they take you completely out of the episode. It's like that's too much. That's my whole thing. Yeah, I've I've got no problem with the guest stars. Quite honestly, I really don't. You know, they they're just there. They're actors. Yeah, let it be. You know. oh, is Lizzo an actor though? Is she though? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, and also, I mean, like, I, I got, I gotta give her at least some, some, you know, like at least, I, I think part of the the current Star Wars era is that they kind of do want to give people, like, if they know somebody is a fan of the show, they'll try to put them on the show in one form right. or another. And apparently, Lizzo was a is a huge Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. so they gave her that much at least. You know, it's that kind of a thing. So, I really don't mind. Yeah, I understand all that stuff, but the thing is, they gave her like a prominent role. You know, what I mean, she was responsible for a lot of heavy lifting at the beginning of the episode, a lot of setting up the whole episode. And I think that's okay. That's just too much. I don't think they put her in a position to win and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, somebody on this other podcast uh, have mentioned, oh, when they did it in Game of Thrones, they had Coldplay sort of like in the background as these musicians and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They're like, you know what I mean? This is like a very prominent role for Lizzo. It's like it's not kind of a big deal. When, when, again, when was Coldplay in Game of Thrones? They were they were in the. the Are you sure you don't mean uh, what's his face? Uh, no, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yeah. Ed Sheeran, no. But Coplay was actually in the the Red Wedding. They're they're part of the band. Oh, see, that's how that's how you're supposed to do it. We like way in the background. Well, you, you there is no. That's how you're supposed to do it. It's it's a that's their decision. If they wanted to put them in a more prominent role, yes. that's fine. Yeah, I understand it's their decision. That's not that's the point. My point is, I'm 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 judging there. I'm I'm making I'm making a judgment on the decision and stuff like that. And like, and the thing is, of all the issues I had with this with that episode and stuff like that, and nothing to do. It, the least of it is actually Lizzo, the, the Jack Black, and the the cameo. It's an issue, but it's not it's not the worst of it. My issue with that episode is like it took too much exposition, too much dialogue to get the episode going. So that that whole thing with Lizzo and Jack Black, there was like tons and tons of setup and all that stuff, and it's just like it's just. Stop it! It's just, it took too much to get the episode going and stuff like that. You know well, I mean? And the whole reason why they, they had to see Lizzo and Jack Black as the rules of that because it's just because they couldn't park at a certain location. I'm like, that's just dumb. That's just a dumb reason to get to you know for them to meet and stuff. It's a parking issue. It's like, what, what is this? What's well, going on? it it does What's seem like it does not not doing a review of the whole season, but it yeah. does seem like this season is a world building season. It's like there's a huge emphasis on world building Star Wars and and. Mm-hmm. And the people have issues with that. That's fine, but but I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. It's a, it, I you say world builders. I see. I I call it a, a transition season. You know what I mean? Uh, Din Djarin is doesn't have that whole thing with uh, putting finding a place for for uh, a Grogu anymore. So, but, so it's like a transition season. So you know what I mean? It's like what do you do afterwards and stuff? Well, like, there, there's, I, there's not. Trust. I, I so, believe they said I, that they're transitioning to the idea 
that the Mandalorian isn't just Din Djarin. Like they're willing right. to pass the baton off to another Mandalorian. That's right. what I understand all that, and that's why I do give uh, uh, the season a lot of sort of like leeway, uh, you know, a lot, uh, a lot of uh, grace and a lot of you know, mm. goodwill. But this episode and then the third episode, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just not happening. Yeah, those are just right. like. Well, I mean, I mean, it's only eight episodes long season, so it's not going to last that long. So don't worry. Yeah, that's what, but that's but I, I consider that it's an eight episode as a negative now. You know what I mean? You don't have time to burn these episodes with these non-important uh, episodes. So anyway, hey, if they want to spend more time trying to make Ahsoka a really great show, go by, by any means, just do that. That's fine. You know, I would so, say yes, like those are car- cartoons are set up for her TV show. But anyway, that's not the, and we're not doing a review. So let's just move on. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 654 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been a Who Would Wear Protection? Who Would Wear Protection? Was that Nyko again? <laughs>And, and and just just to put a pin on it, um, we are recording this on April 10, and this is actually the eight year anniversary of Who What Wears Why. So today, eight years ago, was when I started off this website and all and everything that came along after it. So, yay me, I guess. Who was the first guest? Who was the first co-host? It wasn't me. I know that because I came in like a month later with yeah the Adventures movie. Right? Who was the first one? No, 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 not the podcast. I'm talking about the website itself. Oh, it's the website. Okay. Yeah, the website itself started eight years ago this day, April 10, 2015. And uh, the only thing that was there was my movie reviews. I saw the movie Black Witch. I guess I'll announce it now. Uh, if you haven't gone to it, which a lot of you haven't gone to it, um, I haven't been doing it. <laughs> I kind of stopped you know, a few lazy months ago. Bastard. No, it's just that I, I put so much effort trying to get all these movie reviews on there. It doesn't seem like a lot of people are really looking at it. So I kind of gave up on it, unfortunately. Yeah. Wouldn't just, just a callback when you... To make it full circuit, shouldn't you write a couple of reviews just to just to say, hey, hey, eight year anniversary? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I might just move over to. Well, I, I late, lately I'm just putting like a quick blurb on my Instagram stories. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Albert Five by Five, I pretty much just push it as a stories kind of yeah, there you style because uh, it's a lot easier. Or I, I've been thinking about just using Letterbox. Letterbox is nice and easy as well. I might be oh, that's right, huh? That. Yeah, Letterbox has yeah. come out yeah. in the eight so, years between, in between. Yeah, Letterbox yeah. makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so I might just do that. So we'll see. All right. Until next time, I'll be sick.